I'm gonna get real for you for a second, y'all. I've never seen this one. I've never seen Scream 4. Ooh, but I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know what they say about This week on the If We Made It podcast, we discuss Wes Craven's final film, Scream 4, count down our top five weird franchises, find out what we've been watching, update our flick chart, and we hear what mom thought of Scream 4. All this and more on the If We Made It podcast. Here's the trailer for Scream 4. Robert's residence. Welcome home, Sydney. You're a survivor, aren't you, Sydney? What good's it to be a survivor if everyone close to you is dead? You can't save them. All you can do is watch. <laughs> Modern audiences have become savvy to the rules of the originals. I mean, there are still rules, but the rules have changed. And the kill's gotta be, like, way more extreme. <laughs> The unexpected is the new cliché. And virgins can die now. <laughs> to be the new version, you know, 2.0, the killer should be filming the murders. Yeah, it's a natural next step in psycho slasher innovation. Go ahead if you have the guts. Well, it's time for someone new to die. These aren't just random killings. something really scary about a guy with a knife who just snaps. I hear you like horror movies. It's for you. Welcome to the If We Made It podcast with Gramps and Tucker. I'm Tucker. I'm Gramps over here. And uh, we're here to talk about Scream 4. Um... I watched it like a million years ago. I watched it um, a day, two day, a day ago, two days ago. I'm yeah, okay, that's good. I got lots of notes, but like I was going through them just now, and I was like, "Whoa, who?" Not sure. I completely remember what? all this, so I'm hoping like you're gonna be fresh, and like I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, that's the best." Mm. Let's hope so because. Uh, I don't know what do you what do you think of should we jump right in? We didn't even, How you doing? Hey, I'm all right. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> good, good, Settling good. down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Settling cool. in. Talk cool. some Scream Four. Got some yeah. weird franchises to talk about. Uh, mm. mm-hmm. Got some. Some messages would, from mom I haven't listened to would, yet. Would you say Scream is a weird franchise? Um, it's an I interesting mean, franchise. I don't know if it's all, weird. Almost all franchises have some sort of weird element to it, I suppose, because... Especially if they don't stop. 
Yeah, just by keep going, they eventually get something goes weird. Eventually, goes. they have one in space. Yeah, like it almost yeah, always. You happens. could probably do top five in spaces. <laughs> in spaces. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good top five. Yeah, it would be. Um. Oh, anyway. So. So see, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's, let's talk about it. That's what we're right. here for, right? Uh, to talk about Scream 4 and if we liked it or not? That was my understanding. Okay. I may be wrong. This is the only second time I've seen it. The first time I saw it when it was relatively new on video, I guess. Oh, okay. I saw it in the theater. Did you? I didn't see it in the theater. I did. Because I... Because you like those no kind of children things. still. Mm. And I saw everything in the theater because that's what I did with my time. So this was 2011. Where, well, I, maybe you... I did. I had I, Henry was born in 2011. Oh, but okay. Not until July, and this came out April 15th. Oh. So it was probably my birthday movie. <laughs> oh. Who'd you see it with? So, uh, Jinx, I think. Did Jinx go with you? Yeah. Must have been my birthday movie. Does she no, like the Scream movie? We used to go to... I don't think she particularly likes them, but she like You know, we used to go to a lot of horror movies together. That's nice. Yeah. My wife, my wife does not like the horror movies. She does not even like them playing in the house. Yeah, it's rough. Very much. I mean, sometimes this. you can ignore them. But. You watch this on your phone with your headphones underneath a blanket? No, no, I watched this while she was at work. Oh, smart. And then, oh, I had finished it up, but she was home when I was finishing it up, but she was doing stuff. Well, what'd you think of it? Um, I, did you like so, it? So, I did, I did like it, um... And it probably helps because we're watching them all in, you know, all at once, kind of, or all within a mm-hmm. month, I guess. And so um, it beca- it's kind of interesting to do it like that. Because um, I remember not liking it very much when I saw it. Um, mm-hmm. And that might be just because I think by this point... Um, you know, I think we've, we've watched, you know, all the screen movies and we're just kind of like, or I was at this point, was like, why are they doing it again? And then you just mm-hmm. kind of, if you're in that mode, you're just like, oh, okay, they're doing this again and this again. Because it does, that is kind of what Scream does. It just does the yeah. same thing over again. But incorporating new technologies yeah, along the way. Yeah, yeah. But what's it. kind of fun about watching them all in, in order is just um yeah, like the the little differences and, and then like how they make comments on you know, sequels in part two, trilogies in part three, and now franchises. Kind of. Well, and it's also remakes. They talk a lot about remakes. Right. That this is sort of like or reboot, so to speak, but reboots, yeah, or remake, or yeah. So it's always just a way to do that. 
Yeah, they're updating it for, you know, and, and they bring back, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Williamson's back mm-hmm. writing the script. And I think, yeah, so, you know, so we don't, so that's we'll good. Back, I think, yeah, I think no, it's a no much stronger from than the I remember actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most egregious thing probably yeah, in just, all of them. They just basically make a new Randy, which, why not? Why didn't they just do that? I mean, there's basically been the movie nerds in every single one, so. Yeah. Yeah, there were movie nerds everywhere. Yeah. That's um, kind of, yeah, yeah. that's a a reoccurring thing because of what these movies are about. They're all about sort of playing on the tropes of actual horror movies, so of course Mm -hmm. there's going to be cinema buffs in the movie right so it just makes sense yeah i love the the beginning of it like they always have cool beginnings um and this one's a little bit different like the first the first ones had like a big set piece as as the opening and it would always have Mm -hmm. some sort of like some celebrity yeah whatever get (laughs) Or just a character, yeah, or a character get killed off right away. But so this one opens up just on on two girls, and they're they're getting a call. And um, so it's set up just like a screen movie and, you know, what's your favorite horror movie and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And But this time they they kind of, you know, talk about some of the more newer um, genres and stuff. Like They they, talk about... Torture porn. Yeah, the Saw, saw movies. Like saw and, and, yeah. yeah. How oh, that's garbage. But, um, so, and then, so as it goes along, um, you know, Ghostface attacks, and then um, at, when he kills them, then it's like, stab six, like the credits come up for, that's the movie, that, and all of a sudden, yeah. So we're watching. Yeah, yet another... then it goes to like a couch of these two, these two girls watching Stab Six, and it's Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell, right? And and then they they have some some clever banter and stuff, and, and they're great. And, and then, uh, I guess spoiler: if you haven't watched the movie, you probably shouldn't listen to this. But it's real funny because Kristen Bell just goes and stabs Anna Paquin in the gut. Right. And then as she does that, it's like, stab seven. And then it it goes back again to then there's girls on the couch watching stab seven. And that's the kind of beginning of the actual movie. Movie within movie movie within within a movie. But I thought it was a pretty clever way to sort of. It is clever. I liked it. It's I, I referencing itself again. Yes. Yes. Through referencing itself. Yeah. And making it's yeah, a, making making fun of itself through the, the all the stab sequels, yeah. you know. But then there's these two girls. These two girls. And then we're finally finally they, get into the actual yeah. scream movie. And they uh of course they get killed. So, mm-hmm. um, that's how it goes when old ghost face yep. is around. Yep. And then we're like, 
who is it this time? You know? That's right. That's the game. Like, that's the game we're playing. As soon as they get killed, then it's like, okay, here's Nev Campbell, and she has just written a book, and um, that's right. And she's got uh, her PR friend. Well, not necessarily friend, Allison Brie, which I for- totally forgot she was in this movie. Yeah, because y- you watched these movies a while Allison ago Brie when from Community and yeah. Glow. And- yeah, and you for, and you know they've gone on to do other things, and you forget that they were, you know, the people in it. So that's also been kind of fun going mm-hmm. back because there's actually been quite a few cool actors or actors yeah. that I like that have like popped up and I'm like, oh yeah, I totally forgot they were in this. Yeah, I love going back just to movies that don't seem that old and just being like, holy shit, I yeah, didn't know that person was. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's a it's a decade old now. Because they're nobodies, and nobodies back then. Mm-hmm. Everybody starts out in horror movies, right? Anybody worth a shit? And so we go back to Woodsboro, and they, you know, here's Neva Campbell. She just wrote this book, and then. We get Gail Weathers and Dewey are are together. They're married now. Gail's writing fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Dewey's, she's, uh, she's having a bit of a writer's block. Dewey's the sheriff. Right. And he's got a he's got a cute deputy that's yeah, making that, him that. lemon squares and mm-hmm. I wrote I don't trust her. No, they uh as the movie goes along, Judy has written Hey, dogs. Dogs. Hey, Sorry about that, they listener. Hate Judy. Hey, Judy. Judy. There's a couple parts, and then later, too, where they, I think they're trying to kind of set it up that it could be her as the killer. But there's a part. Yeah, later I mean, they're always she's, setting up she's red real kind of creepy. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's uh, like Nev Campbell had just gotten like attacked or something, and then Ghost yeah. runs away, and like two seconds later, she's like, hey, you know. And then she's acting all weird, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. she's just she's just kind of weird. <laughs> she's just kind of weird. Yeah, turns out. Uh, yeah, and then they they introduce um, a bunch of young girls um, led by Emma Roberts, who's uh, Eric Roberts' daughter, niece of mm, Julia Roberts. Yes. Uh, She's also on a show called Scream Queens with Jamie Lee Curtis, which is pretty funny in a kind of, uh, yeah, in a kind of, it's like a little, like, it's making fun of itself as well. Um, and it's more goofy, kind of. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Heather, it's kind of like a, it's like a version of like Heather's meets Scream or something like that. Okay. But it's real kind of goofy and making fun of itself. And it is fun, but it's kind it's kind of crappy. But it's kind of fun. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is real awesome in it. And she's pretty good in it. And it's got like um Abigail Breslin is in it and Hmm. um what's her name? Billy Lord, which is uh Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, she's in it. It's fun. But anyway. Um, so she's all sorts of Hollywood royalty. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, there, there's some, there's some other funny people in it, but anyway. Um, yeah, so she's Sydney's cousin. And, and then right. she's got some friends and they introduce them. Um, and you got some, some film nerds. Oh yeah. Rory. You got Culkin. one guy with a Rory Culkin and then a guy with yeah. a camera on his head all the time. So, you know, you're going to get some, uh, you know, they're going to start using this new technology. Yeah. Yeah. He's like constantly like broadcasting a webcam. Which is just, just so stupid. Who would watch that? I don't know. Connection's just a little bit wacky. Um, so sometimes you cut out for just a second. So if if I'm a little if it's a little herky jerky, sorry everybody. I mean not, uh, I don't think you'll sound herky jerky. I think the recording will probably be just fine. Okay. But I think my response might be Oh. Weird. So far on my end, I've I've gotten no herky jerky from you. Okay, good. I'll try to do more jerky for you. Less herky, though. You could do that uh, Chevy Chase bit from Spies Like Us. Uh huh. Where where he's <laughs> I can't do it. He does it really well. Where he's acting like the mic is cutting out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good bit if you can pull it off. Yeah, he does it. He does it really but, well. I wouldn't want to do it. Uh, I wouldn't want to do it to people listening to a podcast because could you imagine how infuriating that would be? <laughs> yeah, you don't even get the funny sight gag, you know, yeah. of your lips still yeah. moving kind of. Yeah. Just doesn't work. Does he do like right. the what's your favorite what? scary movie business with that camera on his head? Oh, oh, that know. guy? Oh yeah, my notes are a mess. <laughs> my next a note is bit... Trevor. What a douche! Oh, that's his name. Oh yeah, you didn't take notes for a while. Which one's but that's Trevor? Okay. Trevor is probably. Oh no, Trevor is. Um... Yeah, Trevor's this. He's just the random douche guy. I think he was. Um, Emma Roberts boyfriend or right. wannabe boyfriend or something and he just kind of shows up every once in a while yeah he keeps popping up so you think it might be him yeah. too because yeah. it's also like talking about you know uh you know because of the repetition of everything it feels yeah. like oh maybe it'll be him so uh -huh. they're doing a lot of you know yeah they even I feel like that's a pretty good job of setting up a lot of different possibilities yeah he sets it up even which is like really Sydney. the whole job of the movie right like that's yeah. all it has to do yeah is make it that everybody's a suspect and then at yeah. the end you're like whoa yeah they even kind yep. of set it up that sydney might might be in on it like um like they find like a bloody inner trunk they find like after 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 the initial murders, after they find out that these murders has happened, then they find like a a bloody phone in her trunk, mm. you know. But then you find out that that's just all a PR stunt, right? Alice and Bree. Oh. yeah. I have this. I have a note here that says that the Sid and Sid and Dewey scene is nice. Oh. Sid and Dewey have a scene together yeah. that I thought was nice. 
I think it's after the reading. She's having a reading at the bookstore. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes down there. Has anything as he and he comes in to tell her? Yeah, that's that, when he that there's been murders. But they have like a nice they, moment together. Yeah, they do. Right in there. Yeah, Dewey's pretty good in this. Like he's he's pretty solid. I mean, let's face it. This is Dewey's series. Kind of is. <laughs> It kind of is. Um, Dewey's the most so, likable character in the whole thing. Yeah, he he really is. And and so after these girls, the the opening girls that got killed, then so then they decide to kind of um, have Sydney hole up in a house. I think it's um, her aunt's house, right? Yes. That her, no, that's her. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's Emma Roberts' mom. Her mother's. Right. Yeah. Sydney's mother's yeah. sister. Yes. And. So they're all kind of holing up in this house. They have some cops. Uh, What's the dude's name? That's one of the cops. Anthony. Or, God, what's his name? I can't um, remember his name. He's a, he's, he's a funny guy. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't it? Doesn't even matter. I'll find out. Keep going. Because the cops are kind of funny. But anyway, so they 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 all hole up in one house, and then um, one of her friends, Emma Roberts' friends, she lives right across the street, and so she's going to go home. So she goes home, and they Anthony Anderson. That's right. He's been in all sorts of stuff. He's kind of a funny. Yeah. Um, so she goes across the street and they're all, and they, they're talking on the phone with her and then, or I think, or no, she gets another call or something and they see her talking on the phone. Is that how it works? I forget. Anyway, they watch, they watch her and and she gets attacked and she gets killed and it's pretty gross. Yeah. Like this one has probably the most gore out of all of them. That's because this is the first post-torture porn era. Oh, yeah. So, like, he... Things got kicked up a notch in the aughts during the Iraq War. Yeah. Because there started Ooh. being, like, you know, there was lots of, uh, as, like, a response to all this Abu Ghraib stuff and xenophobia. Yeah. There were things like Saw and Hostile. And so things just got kind of hardcore. And you also had the uh, the um, the the grindhouse drive-in mm-hmm. kind of resurgence going on with the with Rob Zombie's stuff and uh, things like that and Grindhouse, of course, which was not a hit. So I guess it didn't really do anything. But um, there was that it kind was of hit to us feeling of things upping the ante, like um, yeah, Alexander. Yeah. Aja or however you say his name with yeah. coming out high with tension. high tension and then like the Hills Have Eyes remake which was pretty gruesome like yeah just horror movies got a lot grosser in the odds yeah so yeah I and mean so, gross way slices her up pretty good and she's like on the bed with like her guts hanging out did you call him gross face I did. I always call him that. <laughs> ghost face. Uh, 
Gross face is a different thing altogether. It is. We need to have a podcast about gross face. Yeah. Well. Too bad it's not a movie yet. Well. Then then we could have a podcast talking about our lost movie. movie. I know. Ghost face. Ghost face. Um, yeah. So, so. She, so she gets killed while they're on the phone. And then I think. And then there's a line that he's he says, I think to Ghostface says to Emma Roberts, where he says, I'm going to slit your eyelids so you can't close your eyes while I stab you in the face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I had to write that down because I was like, good God. <laughs> That's a little, a little rough. A little much. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Ghostface has gotten a little... Aggressive yeah. in this Man. installment. Yeah, this, so this he, ghost face is a is a real real sadist. He, he comes over, so he he comes over and attacks Sydney, and he ends up getting away. And then Jill, which is Emma Roberts, gets cut, and is it's eerie is very similar to. Um, uh, was that part, yeah, part two when um, her boyfriend got cut, you know, kind of off camera? Uh-huh. And it's right. almost yeah. the same sort of thing, like, no, ghost, you know, or, yeah, ghost face cut me. And you're yeah. sort of like, hmm. And they've already been, like, with Trevor, right? And they've already been mirroring this because Trevor was, like, in her room earlier. And it looked just like when Skeet Ulrich was in. Sydney's room at the beginning of the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He climbs in the window the same way. And then Sydney yeah. like, catches Sydney. them, right? Mm-hmm. And Notices he's like, like not supposed to be there because they're being guarded, <laughs> like supposed to be closed off. Yeah. So, yeah, they're really pushing him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they're... And then, um, and then it cut... And then it goes to... We see uh, Allison Bree gets it in the parking garage. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sid- yeah. Sydney fires After her. After Sydney because, fires her, yeah, yeah, because all she she because Sydney wants to stop the book tour, and she's like, "What? We need da, 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 da. like she's all stoked about this, like because this is just going to increase her sales." But so she Cut fires her, and then she, second, oh, but keep fires going. Her, she I'm gets stabbed it. in the gut. And then her body is like thrown, thrown out of this parking garage, like <laughs> right. right into the press conference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's by Dewey. Yeah. yeah, Dewey's holding a press conference, and all of a sudden, this body comes flying out of the air. I feel like this one is like the most. I felt that like it was the most nonstop fun of all the uh, the sequels. Like, yeah. I felt it, like- it was, pretty much just gets going, pretty yeah. Fast. And it moves, you know, it, and it's it introduces funny the people, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. I just like I thought it was you know clever, yeah. and uh, I like what they did. Yeah, it's kind of, and I think maybe why it didn't sit with me right at first is just because it is doing the same things, you know. Like so then. They, they like, for example, um, 
Sydney visits like the cinema club. They have this cinema right. club at the school. And then they start talking yeah, about Sydney, like, Gale, yeah, they start talking about remakes and the whole theory mm-hmm. about what's going on. And, and, and so there is things that are like, that Which you that see was, in uh, every... Again, it was like something that hadn't been happening yet. So they were... And maybe yeah. that's why I feel like this one works a little better because there's been more time and there's been these other trends that they can now comment on. Yeah, and, yeah. In a way that doesn't feel like they're just rehashing the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Even though it is the same I thing. think I was a lot yes. more... <laughs> yeah, even though it's set up exactly the same, like here's the film dorks talking about the horror movie tropes, yeah. which the the movie actually does and da-da-da-da-da. And then, you know, and the killer reveal and all that kind of stuff. Everything's the same sort of beats, you know, of every movie. It kind of has mm-hmm. the same thing. But um, I appreciated the... I appreciated it more, probably because of watching in the mall. So I appreciated this one more. But so yeah, so they go to this stabathon thing, which is like, and you know they continue even though the people are getting killed. They're like, we're still going to do this, and all these dumb kids are watching all the stab movies. Because yeah. they probably and you know would. back then it was like, oh man, that's fucking awful. And would people really do that? You know, whatever. Now we know absolutely of they course, would. Of course they would. And they, they would have at any point. But now we like have proof. Now we really know that uh, people will never do the right thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not have the the stabathon in the middle of a, a copycat killer. Yeah, uh, stabbing people. But yeah, so G- Gail tries. To, Gail tries to set it. They do, of course, they do, because people are assholes. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Well, I was I was about ready to say especially kids, but and teenagers, but I I, I mean I don't the asshole doesn't stop when they grow up. So well, I should no, just say some especially get stuck in asshole teenager mode. Yeah. But so anyway, Gail like tries to set up these cameras, um, but and, but then she she ends up seeing that uh, Ghostface or somebody else is also setting up cameras, right? Is that what's going on? I can't yeah. remember that. I remember yeah. Ghostface she set up like cameras. covering her cameras. Yeah, she set up cameras, and then yeah she was watching them and they get covered up and then she goes back in and then she sees another camera that had been placed by. Oh, right. Right. And that kind of, that kind of goes and feeds into this whole idea of like him killing or him filming his murders. Right. That's the, that's the new wrinkle kind of. Yeah. Because now Um, the rise of, you know, cheap digital cameras. um, Yeah. People making these, you know, everybody's able to make a movie now. Like even mm-hmm. back then, that was the angle we were taking. Yeah, yeah. Like the webcams and YouTube and stuff had really gotten yeah. popular by then. Um, oh, and then it goes back to the so so Dewey tries Dewey busts in and tries to shoot him because he's he's 
kind of reveal himself at this party. Yeah. And um, everybody just kind of runs away. Um, and then it goes, it goes back to the cops. <laughs> well, this is Gail gets stabbed though. Gail does get stabbed. Right. You're right. She, yeah. but she's okay. Well, she's she okay. will be okay. She'll be but, okay. But Debra, yeah. don't worry. Gail's going to be okay. <laughs> I saw her in the trailer for the new one. So, oh yes. Yeah. So we, we know she's fine. <laughs> well, we know Sydney makes it too. She's in it, and Dewey for that matter. Yeah. Oh well, God damn it! And What's then, the so point? then we, yeah, we get the cops in the cop car, and and they have a funny bit talking about how cops always get it in movies. Mm-hmm. And um, and of course they do. They end up getting it. But there's, yeah. there's one of them part. says, "I'll be right back." You know, everybody yeah. says it in this movie. They throw it out there a lot. Yeah, I'll be right back, and like then they the, laugh uh, and ha ha ha. And and since, yeah, since so what, aunt brings home the groceries, mm, and she's yeah, like, she goes back up. I'll be right back. Uh, I got one more bag in the car. I'll be right back. It's real blatant. Yeah, yeah, and she comes back. She comes back and then she gets killed. Stabbed and through the mail slot. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good one. Yeah, she's like leaning up against the door yeah. and you think she's okay. And all of a sudden. Right. <clears throat> that yeah. was pretty good. How does the cop get it? Um, I know. I remember them well, in the one car of having them, the conversation. One of them goes off. I forget how that one gets it, but... Uh, <laughs> The what, what's what's his name? Anthony uh, Anderson. Yeah, he gets he gets stabbed like it's gross. He gets stabbed like right in the head, like right in the forehead. Just oh what? yeah, and then he like That's stumbles right. out and he's like and he's kind of like wandering around. And he's like holding his head and all those blood's coming out. And then he just goes fuck Bruce Willis and dies because they were talking about. Like he's a cop that didn't die, you know. Like all the cops just apropos the, of nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be better. So that, that'd be better. <laughs> we if, just like, set it up in the blue. Fuck Bruce Willis. His character's Deputy Perkins. He just hates Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he it wanted never, those to be his last words. <sighs> yeah, and yeah, so nothing provokes it at all. So this is just like now it's just uh, the ghost face is killing everybody. Kills the yeah. cops, kills the dork with the headset. Um right. so he ties up he ties up Rory. Uh Rory Culkin? Culkin. Yeah, Rory Culkin. I don't know his character name. Ties him I'll up. Find out. Much looks just like the boyfriend at the very beginning of Scream, the first Scream. Yeah, outside He's, by the pool, Drew Barrymore's yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, it gets and, gutted. Yeah, uh, so so he's tied up out there, and and one of the girl the girl that he likes, uh, Kirby, which I liked her character in this one. Um, Anyway, she goes out there Kirby. and she unties. Yeah, Kirby is the one. She had like short blonde hair, and Why she was. Am I a, not finding. She's a um, 
Hayden Panettiere. Is that her name? Uh, is that the um, girl? She, yeah, she was kind of like, she was into him, sort yeah. of, and she she's kind of like the, she was all into the movies and stuff. Um, yeah, she was in a bunch of stuff around that time. Yeah. That actress. But yeah, she was cool. But Mary uh, Culkin so, plays Charlie. Charlie Walker. Charlie. Okay, so she goes to untie Charlie and then reveal <gasps> Charlie stabs her. <gasps> that yeah. son of a bitch. Sure did. Man. So he's I have he's I one. have written here it's Rory Culkin. <laughs> it is. That's who God. did it. That's who done it. And then but I have always, below it. And as always, well not always, but three out of the four time. has yeah. yeah. Three out of the four has two killers. They just can't pull it off. So 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 yeah, he stabs her and then um but then a, another ghost real? face comes running out. Because another ghost oh, face yeah. comes running out. And and this is the part of the movie where, you know, they decide to take off their masks and just tell you everything. Yeah. And it's That's Jill. This part. Yes, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. I says Sydney's I says on here, I says, it's Rory Culkin and Jill. And then I say, Sid's family sucks. And yeah. I'm like, she's jealous? That's what I, this is? But it's also, it's, you know, it's a comment on, uh, uh, you know, this, you know, the, the rising fame for nothing that was yeah. going on. You know, uh, I think I think it's a, a comment the millennial, on that. the kind of millennial culture of. Yeah. You know, this is a Kardashian. Yeah. The Kardashian world had taken over by this. Point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she just yeah, is, well, she, she feels like she deserves to have. Why does why does Sydney get all the attention? Just because yeah, she, she's almost been murdered a million times. Well, maybe so said, I'll get all the attention by turning myself into Sydney and pretending all yeah. these murders were someone else, and we'll set it all up. Da 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 do. So she so she shoots Trevor in the balls and in the head. That's right. <laughs> and she ends up and then they they do this which I thought was pretty funny um, you know they set it up like okay we're gonna just like the first screen and Rory's all stoked like I'm the stew character go ahead yeah. and stab me whatever and she just goes <clears throat> and just stabs him right in the heart and, she, and yeah. just kills him <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny yeah, um, and She's then ruthless. She, yeah, ruthless she does this her obsession for fame. Yeah, she does this whole bit, which was crazy. Where she's like, she stabs herself, she scratches herself, she pulls hair out. She, yeah, she takes Trevor's hand and scratches it on her face, yeah. so that Trevor would have stuff under his fingernails. And then he, she just like throws herself into the wall and like onto this glass table, and yeah, it was, it was pretty great. It's a pretty great yeah, scene for beating the good. shit out of herself. 
so um well, and and in the meantime, she had she she stabbed Sydney in the gut right. too. So she yeah, so and she thinks like that Sydney is she, dead. She thinks everyone's yeah, she dead. She thinks she's and gone. Then, yeah. So she her wakes plan up in the is hospital. complete. All she has to do is beat the shit out of herself so that she yeah. looks like she's just a survivor. And so she can be this this hero or this victim yeah. slash hero. Um, yeah, and then she can write books. She can do whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, so she wakes up, or she, she's in the hospital, and and Dewey tells her that Sydney's still alive. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, shit. <laughs> so she 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 goes into the hospital room, and they have a big fight, and uh, she ends up. She's getting, like, "You're supposed to be dead," and she's like, I'm "Sorry." And they just yell at each other. <laughs> yeah, and then I, and then the real, Gail comes. The Gail fight. comes in too, and uh, and they I all start yelling at each other. Yeah, and then eventually, uh, Sydney uh, fists and everything dispenses her with a defibrillator to the head. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. I'm not That's a big fan do. of electrocuting somebody to death, but it's she one of my least favorite kills. It's one of my least favorite kills in horror right. movies. It's electrocuted because it just always looks so dorky. They like shake around. Oh, when they go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah, you don't you like that. Just, just slit their throat or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. And she says, first rule remakes, don't fuck with the original. Ooh. And you're supposed to be like, yeah, Sydney. And that's when I remember in the theater, that's when everybody started clapping and got on their feet and started raising their fists in the air and really? shouting their support for Sydney. They didn't do that. No, I don't think that <laughs> happened. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the the jump scare at the end, and she ends up shooting her. The end. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think you covered it. <laughs> I think, I, think I pieced together. I, pe- I pieced uh, together some of the bits that you were a little fuzzy on because you watched it ten years ago. Yeah, it feels like an eternity. It's been stressful times, yeah. you know. When it's yeah. stressful times, it just feels like so long. It's probably only been a week or so. Yeah, I think or, it has been a week. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Like yeah, maybe a little. Well, years no. ago, I think I've aged forty-five years since then. In a week. Yeah. I mean, look at how long my beard's gotten. Yeah. You're like Rip Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. I'm like Rob Van Winkle. <laughs> All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Who am I kidding? I'm nothing like Rob Van Winkle. You're no Rob Van Winkle. Who is? Uh, only one. It's only one of them. I don't think we did. We ever do Cool as Ice on this podcast? I don't think we did. I don't know. I don't think we did. That's too bad. That's 
because it's been a long time. Didn't that's a great didn't you movie. guys used to watch that around Halloween? Yeah, because it's uh, yeah, it's Vanilla Ice's birthday? birthday. Yeah. Ah. Uh, huh. It's well, true. Halloween's getting close. It's coming right up. You getting them a present? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just going to watch Cool as Ice. That's a present to me. That is a that is a good present. We should <laughs> recommend that for Tom's backyard Halloween party. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great one to watch. Yeah, people are going to be like, "What? Cool as Ice." This isn't scary. It's kind of scary. It's real scary in that the early '90s neon crazy way. Uh, the fashion is scary. It's all scary. It's all terrifying. Well, so at in retrospect, Scream Four is a pretty solid movie. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna say, like yeah, it? I it's my it's my second favorite. Second favorite. Huh. Yeah, that's what I would say. Probably. Um, I think it, yeah, because yeah, I, I, think I, I think I liked I liked part two better than I remembered, and I liked this one better than I remembered, and part three had more flaws kind of than I remembered. But it's still fun. Yeah. I mean, all of them are kind of fun. But yeah, this this one definitely is, yeah. is fun. I mean, none of them are gonna like you know make the AFI top one hundred or whatever. No, not even. But the first you know, one. they're a good time. But we want the first we one want. is pretty great. Good time. They're good times. It's it's iconic. Especially I mean, if you love horror movies, regardless of if it's even great or not, it's iconic. Yeah, but uh, and it's it's good that we got through these because then we can watch the new one with mm-hmm. fresh eyes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see they... exactly how they do it all again. Yeah, <laughs> the same <laughs> way ten years the later, exact same way, but without Wes Craven because this was Wes Craven's last movie. Yeah, before he died. Jeez. Okay. I need to say it like that. Guess all that horror finally caught up with him. And the devil finally took him. That's probably what some probably. people believe. Probably. Like, well, you messed with the devil. <laughs> or maybe he That's just what you old. get. You die as you're an older man. Because they die. (sighs) People just die. People like us. People like us, we just croak one day. That's what happens to people like us. Well, we're not quite that old yet. Well, I mean, we're getting there. I mean... I don't know if you heard what happened to me this week. (laughs) That's right, 45 years. (laughs) 45 years. So, what are you, like, almost 90 now? I'm 90-something, right? Aren't I? 45, no, I'd be like 80, 88, 88 years old now. This is crazy. It is crazy. (sighs) Anyway, 
All I right, guess what's, you know what's, what's, what's interesting is we've done most of Wes Craven's movies. <laughs> yeah, we but have. There's like there's a, there's a couple. Shocker. There's a couple we didn't in between. Shocker. Did we not do Shocker? We didn't do Shocker. We didn't do People Under the Stairs. I thought we. I thought People Under the Stairs was the last one we did. But I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't. But think yeah, there's so. like maybe a, that was the next one we there. were gonna do because I don't. I don't even remember that movie barely. And I think I was like, "Oh, this will be interesting to watch this." And I don't think we watched it, unless we did. And I'm old and forget things, which is a distinct possibility. I was looking for theme songs for this show on my computer, and I found a bunch of the episodes. And I was like, "We did that," you know. Like, I don't remember any of it. Yeah, yeah. It's been long <laughs> enough that it, a lot so, of those movies I won't even remember. Like, I barely even The last episode happened. we did was The Force Awakens, the Star Wars Holiday Special, and okay. The People Under the Stairs. Whoa, we did do The People yeah. Under the Stairs. Yeah, before Jeez. that we did Night Visions, Shocker. We did the serpent and the rainbow. Yeah, so we're anything past people under the stairs between that and scream, and then anything he did, you know, in between screams. We have wow, but we've done a lot of. I have lost my memory. I must have Alzheimer's. You're we're old. old. It's yeah. I mean, do you do you even remember watching people under the stairs and shocker vaguely? Kind of, kind of a little bit. I mean, I remember seeing them. I like people under the stairs and I remember Shocker being silly. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, guess I don't it know just if happened. I remember it that from was, that time. That was years ago. So I guess it's yeah, just Yeah, like it was at your old house. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was years a long ago. time ago. It's a billion years ago. Yeah. Fuck. Well, so All right. so what? Yeah, what Wes Craven movies did we not do? Well, let me look. His name is Wes name. Craven. Let's see. <clears throat> Pulling up the old filmography here. I'll tell you what we didn't do. We didn't do a TV series called Nightmare Cafe with Robert Englund in it. He must just – he does one episode. I wonder why I don't remember they did, We didn't the get to right New now. Nightmare, I guess, I unless we had already it, done all of those, which we probably had. Why is it like blank in my mind? What? People Under the Stairs. I don't know. Oh, I love it that the Stab movies are Robert Rodriguez films. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> I think he did. Um, and then – Did he did – he, I, I want to say I read some trivia somewhere that he actually did direct some of those scenes, but that could just be bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. He might have. Who knows? You know, Maybe. he made all his movies for that company, too. Yeah. And then there's uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Oof. And Music of the Heart. Oh. And Cursed. Oh. With Christina Ricci, the uh, yeah. 
werewolf movie. I remember and that not being very good, but I'd like to revisit it. I was I found the unrated cut to be a lot better. Huh. Um and then Red Eye. That one I liked. That and then he had cool, a uh, segment. Yeah, I liked Red Eye. It was just kind of a fun, like real it's like under ninety minutes, like thriller. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just yeah. on a plane, right? The whole thing is on a plane. On a plane. Yeah. yeah. Um and they had a segment in Paris Paris Jetem. And then he uh, did My Soul to Take and Scream for. My, my soul, soul to, take, to take, I remember being pretty not great. But uh, you know, I would I would see it again as well, you know. Of course you would. I'm the always willing to heart. give something another shot. I've never seen music, music of, of the heart. heart. Well, anywho. Uh, anyway, it's been it's been great, and I can't wait to see the new one, which uh, yeah, finally got fun. a look at that. So that'll be really cool. Um, anyway, so this is one of those one of those franchises where, yeah, it is kind of a weird franchise now that I think about it because it's it starts as a movie and then it's a big hit, so they have a sequel. And so they uh-huh. talk about it being a sequel. And then they make another one and they're like, nah, it's a trilogy. And then they wait a bunch of years and they're like, it's not a trilogy. Yeah. And then they wait a bunch more years and come back with a different director, same cast, a sequel, but then just call it Scream. So it's kind of it's kind of a weird one. Yeah. It's weird because it's doing all the things that a franchise kind of does, but it's also being very self-aware of it. Mm-hmm. So it's telling you what it's doing. That's, right. like, that's what's weird instead of just doing it. Yeah. Like there's all sorts of franchises that do reboots and remakes and kind of sequels and sort of sequels and prequels. And, you know, it goes, it gets all messy and they don't, they don't acknowledge it. You're just like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, speaking speaking of weird franchises, dogs. we should pro- we should probably get to our dogs. <laughs> dogs, please get to our. All right, let's do it. Get Here, I found five. this great. I found this great new theme song. It's not new. I found a great uh, top five theme song Tom had done that. Um, I remember there being one that I was like, that's my favorite one. This is it. Hey. So, so we'll be right back after the theme song. Let's, do, let's just do it here. Top fives. Get out of your husband and put down your wife. It's time for Jeff and Tucker's top five. That's a great song. That is a great song. All right. Top five weird franchises. How'd you, how'd you feel about our top five category this week? Um, well, it was kind of hard because I really didn't, I really didn't know whether or not I should be like the movies are weird or what they are doing is weird or that the fact that they're even getting made is weird. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways to think of right. weird. 
So I kind of went with, yeah. with different, different ones that are just, that I've just thought like it's weird that they just did weird things. And some of them have good okay. movies in them and some of them are all bad. All right. I'm but excited to hear about it. Is what, what about you? What would, did you create any criteria for yourself or anything like that or kind of the same? Uh, not really. I just kind of, I was just trying to think of ones that weren't just kind of straight series that had some sort of uh, iffiness or something confusing in them maybe. Uh, okay. Timeline problems, things like this. Oh, okay, okay. Or not problems, but just like if you if you don't know, you'd be like, wait, what? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just kind of yeah. looking for those kind of intangible. They're totally tangible qualities that I just can't articulate right now. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I came up with a few. I have an honorable mention, but I, I came up with a good solid five and kept it at that, but I have one honorable mention unless you get to it and then I won't bother. But let's, let's <laughs> then do won't it. Bother. Okay. You want me um, to start or you, how's, how's your I'll, number I'll, one? Is your number one real awesome? I you mean, end with you. I mean, yeah, it's pretty awesome, but okay. But I don't know. I'll start out then, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> One that I think is is weird in the sense that, <laughs> and then, and you're you're actually I think watching these movies right now. Um, the Final Destination franchise. Oh, uh, yeah, Final Festination is happening right now. Final Festination. Um, this is one of those that I just think is weird that they just kept making them. <laughs> and because it's basically just about people getting killed in weird ways. That's what it became. <laughs> like maybe the first movie was yeah. sort of like, uh, it was this kind of like, oh, we cheated death. So now death is going to come back and, and get us kind of mm -hmm. like, that's the idea. Yeah. But they did these like elaborate kind of death scenes, which that's what, People liked it's about like them. Death, yeah, they turned the world into a deadly, like Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. So, yeah. like, death would set something in motion that would trigger ten other things, and <laughs> yeah. would result yeah. in someone getting their face sliced off. So, I think they it's made pretty what, great. Five or six of them. Five of them, I believe. Five of them, and. Yeah, they just it just became like how how weird can these people get killed? Yeah. Or in the in these really strange <laughs> ways. Yeah. Well, and death has got to be clever. Yeah, it's a lot more inventive than say the Saw series or something which Oh yeah. You could also say it's, it's sort of like that where it just became like let's see how people can get mutilated in And the final traps. destination ones are are fun. Yeah, they <laughs> There's weird gymnastics not, ones and yeah, they're not torture. <laughs> no, so it's, it, it's but it's just weird that it, that it's five movies in and that's that's it. That's just what they are. Just people yeah. getting killed in weird ways. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of weird. Kind of a weird I thing. Thought to I build heard a rumblings about a reboot, 
of that as well. I'm hoping, <laughs> keeping my fingers crossed. Why? You know, why people reboot? have had years, years to think up new <laughs> deadly Rube Goldberg machines. People? You don't need to everybody. reboot it. There's no, or you know, does, doesn't it just reboot every time? Basically, it's just a new group of people that. Well, oh, no, they didn't was, die in this plane crash. So, so now. Well, at least, and I don't ways. remember honestly. I don't remember, but at least the second one has uh, a returning. Oh, character. A recurring. Oh, yeah. So that's why they reboot just new characters. Whatever. Maybe yeah. I don't think. They probably don't have any others after that. Like three is probably a whole new batch. Yeah. If there's anyone surviving from the last one, maybe they make a cameo. It's kind of that thing, probably. Well, keep, keep but us I don't updated. Know. Keep yeah, us I've updated seen them all, but it's been you know. Yeah, me too. For, I think forever. I've seen them all, but I can't. All I remember is just that. I don't remember. Any I remember. I remember holding the opinion the... that part two was the best one. So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't done it yet. Well, keep us keep us updated. I will for sure. Or if you if you, if you listeners want to get updated, follow you on Instagram. Sure. Right? Yeah. Why not? And then they'll see your your beautiful. Uh, my beautiful work. Yeah, your beautiful work. <laughs> your collages, or what do you like to call your yeah. pieces of art? They got um. They got, I got a I got an Anthony Michael Hall like the other day. I thought, yeah. Uh huh. And I got a Ernie Ernie Reyes Jr. Says he yeah. remember him? Uh, you remember the kid that was in Red Sonia? Oh, he cool. was a martial arts kid. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, almost, yeah. Okay, yeah. But he's been in tons of stuff. But he liked yes. one. That had nothing to do with him. <gasps> Maybe he was just yeah following. He just saw it somehow. Yeah. yeah, and well, uh, you are pretty much famous on Instagram. Yeah, I have lots of <laughs> lots and lots and lots of really famous friends. <laughs> that my right, wife is you- really close with Ricky Rocket from Poison. Oh wow! Um, you know, we're just living the life. My number five is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Uh, It's a weird series. Yeah, it is. Because it shouldn't be a franchise. It's a weird movie to franchise. Yes. Because the first one's kind of this, you know, singular nightmare that's just a horrible experience. (laughs) Right. But I love it. Yeah. And then yeah. and then Toby Hooper, the director, uh finally comes back and does a sequel like ten years later for Canon. And he's like, Well, I can't duplicate that. So I'm gonna make this whole other thing, which I also love. Yeah. Um I do too. And then there's uh which is called Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. And it's yeah. more satirical. Yeah. And I mean, my Top five list of best part twos. Yeah. And then you got Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Pretty lackluster entry, I is, think. I kind of liked it. Okay. But it's more of a, you know, a straightforward slasher, like a late 80s slasher. 
came out at the height of all that, like when Jason yeah. was starting to get sillier. Yeah. And um and then uh and then what? And then you have okay, then there's a dead the spot generation. until the mid nineties yeah. you have the next generation, they call it. With McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, with and Renee Zellweger. Yeah. And that one's like notoriously Bad. not great. And then you have the Marcus Nisbell remake uh-huh. in the late either late nineties or early two thousand I think early two thousands actually. Cause that's part of that new wave of like super brutal movies. Yeah, yeah. And uh that one at first because you know, I learned to enjoy it for what it was, but when it came out I was like, Ugh, just doesn't get anything that the original gets right, you know. Yeah. Um, too slick looking, too, you know, it just doesn't look like just looks like a really gross horror movie, whatever. But then he there's that one, and then there's a prequel to that one. The okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Yep. And then there's Texas Chainsaw 3D. 3D. Yep. And then another movie a few years ago called Leatherface, which I believe is – was that about him as a – like Leatherface as a kid or as a young person? I don't remember. Because isn't remember there one coming either, out where he's – there's a new new one coming out where he's an old, and, old Leatherface? Yeah, now they're doing like the uh, Lega sequel thing. Yeah. Like all of these are where they're doing like a sequel to the original – Right, uh, they go back. Be, yeah, I mean, how old would Leatherface be? Like in his eighties or something now? <laughs> now he's the gross grandpa. Anyway, that's a pretty weird series. That is weird. Because I mean, technically, it's like three different reboots. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was referring to earlier. Yeah, they reboot. Like, uh, yeah, Scream tells you what it's doing. But, yeah, these ones you're just like, what? Yeah, and uh, you have to look it up to figure out what order they go in if you don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Because there's just like, okay, they got these words in the titles. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after, especially like, after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, I just especially like, when it was Texas like, Chainsaw comes first, right? The Texas, Texas Chainsaw I feel like I'm 3 missing one too. D1. Yeah. But it, it, they were just calling it Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 because there had already been a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. But I don't like think it new. was the 3. I, and it wasn't even called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was just Texas Chainsaw. Oh. And then it was in 3D because it came out during that whole bullshit right. thing that was going right. on there right. for a minute. Yeah. Where everything had to be in fucking 3D. Remember I'm that? Glad that's over with. Yeah. God, that was so fucking stupid. I don't know why anybody liked that. Mm-mm. Made no sense to me. Anyway, what's your number four? My number four. They made five of these movies, and they're all great. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not great, but we like them. But it's weird. 
And it's the Death Wish series. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is another one that's just kind of weird that they made this movie five times. And that is weird. Why it kept happening? I mean, I guess just the appeal of Bronson. I mean, I love him and you love him. Yeah. I'm not sure everybody was in love with him, but apparently so. They made five of these movies. You know, fascist loving people, <laughs> older true. people that love <laughs> they watching. Just can't get enough of that? No, they love watching like these vigilante, seemingly white men. It's, it's making it out. America that was great real, again, right? Exactly. It was the yeah. seeds of that in popular culture for sure. Dirty Harry and Death Wish. Yeah. And Death and Wish Cobra. was, you know, yeah, Cobra was directly yeah. influenced by those, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Yeah, the first Death Wish, like he try, he's like a. It, I mean, it's in response to to all that stuff. It's still gross. Right. I don't know. Yeah. The whole idea of it's always gross, but it's so. Uh, <laughs> he's so fucking funny to me. He, I love him. Like I think he's, I think he's awesome. But he says, but he says shit just cracks me up. Charles oh, Bronson is the best, and. And Death Wish 3 is one of the greatest movies ever that made. One. Now, that opinion. one we did do for the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we did that one at the Firehouse once. Oh, yes. It was so great. Which was really awesome. A young Alex uh, Winter is in there. Yeah. Isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, Alex Winter's in the gang. Gavin O'Hurley, yeah, the, the leader of the gang. Yeah. Uh, the reverse mohawks or whatever yep. they had. And it's like the most like it's the worst like backlot version of the inner city, like like the most it's cartoony so version of all that. It is. And he it's sets like that. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, really. it's it's a it's a weird series. It's weird that it exists. It is it's weird that those five movies exist, but they're there. Okay. All right. That's a good pick. Uh, my number four weird series is the Child's Play series. Mm. Chucky. Yeah, I was thinking about this one too. Goes Chucky, all over the place. Yeah, Child's Play is like kind of straightforward. Kind of a, a – I mean it's meant to be scary. It's not meant to be funny yeah. at all. It takes itself very seriously. And then they do three of them and just kind of play it out and it's get like diminishing returns. Right. And then years later, he brings him back with Brighter Chucky, which Brilliant is move. hilarious. It's a, a comedy. Uh, they get Ronnie Yu to direct it, and uh, it's got a you know that distinct style of his. Which he also brought to uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason, but um, <laughs> uh, but that one's like a hit. And so he gets yeah. to do uh, – and this is – what's his name? Don Mancini, the creator yep. of uh, Child's Play. And so then he does Son of Chucky – or Seed of Chucky. Seed, Seed of, of Chucky. Chucky. Uh, and that one – Very strange. It's a strange movie. 
Yeah, and they've got like a like him and the uh, the other doll Tiffany have Tiffany. a child who's trans, and uh, <laughs> so weird. It's very, it's it's. I like it. It's got but it's weird. John Waters kinda, in it. it yeah. it's going like it's going for it. Yeah, uh, sure is. Yeah, it's a strange strange entry, and then there's another like kind of. Uh, dark period for Chucky where he's gone. And then he comes back with like curse cult of Chucky and curse of Chucky. I can't remember which order they come in, but I liked those. I like those too. That kind of goes, kind of gets meta in a way. Yeah. But it goes back sort to a, a more, a darker, more, uh, yeah. Or horror, horror forward approach to it, which, it, but, it, but, but although yeah, still pretty... remain remaining funny. Of course, it's a yeah stupid. And it was I remember it being pretty inventive to sort of how it's playing with the the conventions of kind of yeah. And Brad Dourif's daughter yeah plays the lead in the in those yeah. Um, And so so those were cool. And then for some inexplicable reason, like a studio remakes Child's Play. And Aubrey Plaza. Uh, with Aubrey Plaza, like it. and it's not actually a, a remake. I guess they do try to set it in the world of the other one. I guess don't they? Is it referenced or something? I don't. That something I, happened with these. I can't remember. Maybe I don't not. Think but so, but it's, maybe. But it's different enough, and it's got you know it's enough uh, fun ideas. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But apparently Don Mancini was not even like con- consulted on. I don't know. So, yeah. uh, but he's doing now this Chucky series that just started. I haven't seen it yet. But, I haven't um, watched it yet either. But I think anyway, I it's it's a pretty wild ride of his franchise. Sure is. You know, I love Chucky. Yeah, I can't get enough of that guy. He's well, a good. Gotta watch that show. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's yours? What's your next and number three? three. Okay. This franchise is bonkers, I think. I think it's bonkers that they even made any of the other ones, but it's the Science of the Lambs franchise. Yeah, good call. Um, (laughs) This goes, yeah, it is weird. So, Science of the Lambs comes out, and it's fucking great. It's a good, good movie. Yeah. In every way, right? Like, mm-hmm. I love it. It's a really great movie. Yeah, it's, it's one of my just, favorite movies. Yeah. It should be standalone. There should be nothing else, even though there was Manhunter. Right. Based um, on a different book, just shared characters. Based on a different book, but but yeah, shared characters or whatever. From Michael Mann, uh, a bit before that, but different. Mm-hmm. That's that's just a different thing. Yeah. But there's there, there there's no need for anything else after this. No. But they decided to make Hannibal, which is a sequel yeah. to Science of the Lambs, mm-hmm. and it's batshit. Mm-hmm. That Ridley Scott, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it yeah. in a while, but oh yeah, you're. 
Ray Liotta eating his own brains and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. And I don't think it's very good, but I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I wasn't I don't, a I don't, huge I don't, fan of it. I don't remember the, I don't remember I how remember, it was received at the time. I think it I was. I remember it being probably, oddly dull. Yeah. Um, kind of. Until hard, until to, hard to get okay. through. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I was. I, maybe there was something up with me when I watched it, but I remember it being just kind of like a slog. And then, yeah. and then eventually, like Gary Oldman's in that burn makeup and everything, and then his, <laughs> yeah. his pigs eat his face. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just a bunch of weird shit in it. It's crazy, and that the Radiota brain effect is really bad. Yeah. CGI. I remember that. Oh yeah. But apparently it was successful enough still that they, now they do a prequel to Science of Lambs called Red Dragon. Which is the source material for Manhunter. Yeah. But now it's got Anthony Hopkins in it, so. It's yeah. awful. I, I'm sorry. It's a Brett Ratner movie, so uh, I don't feel as bad saying so it's not just, a very good movie. But it's yeah, so it just, dead in the water, you know? Right. I'm like, and, there's already such a more dynamic telling of this material. <laughs> yeah, there's like, and once again, there's just no need for this. And it's just, and then, and then they make Hannibal Rising, which right. I don't even know if I watched that one. I think I did I think, see that. Because isn't that? And see, this it's is where prequel. it gets confused. It's a prequel to like from when he's a young Red man. Dragon. Yeah. So this yeah. is like it's not Anthony creation Hopkins. of him. Which makes you wonder if this is still that franchise, because then you also have different Hannibal, because you have Manhunter and you have the Hannibal series, uh, TV series. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I guess maybe the three, I mean, Hannibal Rising could be part of that as well. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you would consider the franchise. And that's what makes it so weird. It is weird. Yeah. And considering it, that, I mean, it's all coming off of Science of Lambs, which is just such a, like, fantastic movie. You know, yeah. won all the Oscars and all that stuff. And it's just, like, it's so good. And yeah. it's like, they just did all this stuff with it. And it's very weird. It's because everybody was doing impressions of him, of Hannibal Lecter, as if so he was Austin Powers, you know, people that would do Austin uh, Powers and Ace Ventura and uh, then and Carl from Sling Blade and uh, <laughs> later would do Borat and... Uh, you know, those people, kind of impressions oh, that yeah. just everyone does suddenly and it makes you yeah. want to hate the thing. Even yeah. if you like the thing, it makes you like, God damn it. So everybody goes, everybody's, Clarice, Clarice. Yeah. You know, all that shit. Okay. Yeah. That's a good pick. My number three is, I think, I feel like we just talked about this maybe, and maybe it was in relation to this. I don't know. Uh. But. The uh, the Blair Witch series, oh, uh, I think it's a weird franchise because it's a weird it thing to franchise, and yeah, 
you got I totally, uh, I totally forgot about the last one. The original, yeah. I just got the original, which thing. is this nothing thing that comes out of nowhere, costs yeah. nothing. Shot on video, except you know, some film, but you know, mostly uh, you know, student student uh, equipment plus camcorders, and uh, it's a fake documentary, um, and it's a phenomenon, and it blows up so big that yeah. they rush to put out a sequel, and so they get Joe Berlinger, who's a documentarian who's off like fresh off the paradise lost documentary. Mm. Like, and I think, I don't know if he had done even the second one yet. Might've just been the first, maybe the second one to come out. I don't know. can't remember. But anyway, he does one called book of yeah. shadows, Blair, Witch two, not a fake documentary. No. Even though it's made by a documentarian and it's a more straight narrative. And I don't know. I'd be interested to kind of see it again because I don't know. Like at the time I remember it being like, well, this is kind of lame, but also was I like preset to be that way? I don't know how much of a chance I gave. I, I remember it being kind of interesting in a, in a weird way. Like the Mm -hmm. way that they did it, I I'd have to watch it again. Because yeah. and it might just be like, oh, that's not interesting at all. That's just crappy. But yeah, it, and then I, you had. I, I want to say that the kind of the premise of it was was semi interesting, but I don't think it really worked. And there was just so much negative shit about it that yeah. I think it just went like, Ugh. just like yeah. And I it think the hook was right. that they that you know it was a movie movie, but then. Uh, when they got to like the central location of it, they had cameras set up, so it was capturing yeah. what was happening. So I guess they kind of had that conceit built into it a little bit to try yeah. to match because found footage be... was not a huge genre yet. It, like, yeah, it was kicking it off, but they didn't return to that for the sequel. And then they did for, uh, but they did. With uh, Adam Wingard's Blair yeah. Witch a few years ago, which was kind of um, – it was fun. I liked the movie, but it uh, I, I felt like it was – fell a little below expectations because of how they unveiled it was so exciting when uh, yeah. they had uh, had it at a film festival as something else completely. Yeah. And then like as it was happening, they were like, this is – Actually, the new Blair Witch movie. Yeah. And suddenly yeah. the world knew. I remember. It's, it's coming out in like two months or something. And I was like, what? And it was like, oh, Adam. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when you watch it, it was sort of like, oh, it's it fun. You know, in its, on its own, it's okay. But it, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I barely remember it. Yeah. Like. I barely even remember. Like when you I said mean, it, it, I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> it might be a good series to uh, revisit, actually. Yeah, it could but be. Anyway, that's my number three. What's your number two? I know you love these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they made seven of them, but the Police Academies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
These movies are weird. Yeah, they're super. They're weird. not funny. Oh yeah. They're. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Well, I I I shouldn't say that. They're funny, but man, they're weird. They're very um, weird. I think Bobcat Goldthwait's funny in two through four. Yeah, we just watched <laughs> we just watched part four not that long mm-hmm. ago. Citizens on patrol. And it's weird. Yeah. But it's but it was funny. Yeah, they're weird live action cartoons about Yeah. Goofy cartoons. They are. They are. And they get so dumb and so goofy and, and so like repetitive. Not, yeah, and not based in any sort of it's it's the comedy version in the eighties. Police Academy were to comedy as Friday the Thirteenth were to horror movies. There was a new one every year. It was the same oh, yeah, fucking yeah. movie. They did the yep. same fucking gags, the same jokes. The same characters would come back, and they'd have the same jokes, just repackaged a little bit. But in the same second sounds. one, they added Bobcat Goldthwait and uh, Sweet Chuck. Sweet Chuck, yeah. I, I never Genius bother move. to remember his name because he's Sweet Chuck. Sweet Chuck he's... to me, and I feel so bad about it. He was also on <laughs> SNL for a while. Um, so bad. Anyway, Bobcat and Sweet Chuck were were the were the the thing to show up for for two, three, and four, and then five. You even lost Gutenberg, but you lost Bobcat and Sweet uh, Chuck as well. Yeah, and, and, they had and then it got dark. Dark. <laughs> it gets dark. It gets dark. dark. <laughs> Who was that other guy that comes in for Goot? Oh, I his. I forget his name. He's in a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah. Isn't he the same guy that was in that Bigfoot movie, Abominable? Did you see that one? That was a good one. I don't know if I saw it. It's made by Lalo Schifrin's son, the composer. Anyway, that was a pretty good one. It's kind of like a a Bigfoot take on Rear Window. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty great. And that guy, the guy that took Gutenberg's place, plays like the the guy that's uh, stuck in a wheelchair. And, and he sees. Seeing the Sasquatch attack and the kids and the cross the, in the other cabin. Wow. It's pretty Sounds good. great. <clears throat> Except they did this weird fucking thing where they re released it. Uh-huh. And he like, because the suits, the suit's fine. The face on the suit's not great, right? Okay. It's got kind of a it's got it's got a look to it. But uh <laughs> they like did this new release of it where I guess he went in like digitally f- fucked with the face. So that sucks. I say, you know, if you're going to find it abominable from like 2006 or something, I don't know when it was, but uh find the original. You know, find the original, I would say. Oh, that would look weird. That looked like Peter you, Cushing was it? suddenly in this movie. You haven't you know? seen it with the with the fucked up face. I no, I didn't. Huh. I didn't watch that version. It's weird to me. find, find a clip. Find a clip that. of it or something. Yeah, I'll have it. to do that. 
I'm sure Steve. some nerd has made a side by side comparison. Somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. You can find nerd not, stuff for anything. You do it. I'll That's, do it. I'm a nerd. Seems like it. Anyway, yeah, police academies are good. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> That's what I was getting at so that, yep, the whole that time. That was my number two. What's okay, your number my two? number two. My number two is the Halloweens. Ah. Halloweens. Yeah. It's a weird series. You got Halloween, one of the greatest movies of all time. It basically uh, cements a genre, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then you got Halloween 2, which is kind of the quickie cash-in sequel that's, you know, I think an above-average one. It's pretty good. Um, it's not bad. And then you get part three, which is totally unrelated. And, like, Carpenter wanted to take it in that direction and make it, like, a different story every year and a different Halloween, which I think would have been fucking awesome. And yeah. I love part three, but it has nothing I to do with Michael Myers. And then they come back with part four and five, which like back to back with Daniel Harris. And, you know, it's lacking a lot of the magic for me. But, you right. know, some people love them. And uh, I wouldn't say it. Well, yeah. I mean, some people and, do. And love one them. of them. I don't love them, but I, I, I do. I did, I did enjoy. I do. I enjoy Part them. four. They're fine. Yeah. I enjoy all I of do these en- things. I'm just of being course. critical. Yeah. They, they, I'm just they being are contrary. They, it just kind of makes it like, hey, let's let's just make some kind of average, average yeah, horror movie. Which they don't I feel like inspired to me. Like, I'm just yeah. kind of like, eh. They, I can snooze through them, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, they're kind of bland, I guess. And then... Uh, you get a drought for a long time, then you come back with sixth uh, curse of Michael Myers, with has Paul Rudd, and is just and it's like Donald Pleasance's last roll his bones <laughs> out one last time. Oh yeah, it's a crazy movie. It's really funny, but it's really bad. Like so, I mean, yeah. that's where it reaches. You know, I think probably the low point, but then. They come back with the H2O 20 years after the original. Jamie Lee Curtis comes back, has a son, uh, has a whole thing, um, working at a, a, like a prep school or something, whatever. Michael Myers shows yeah. up. She's going to deal with him. We think she did, but oh my God, it's a hit. So they have Halloween Resurrection. <sighs> Where they kill Laurie off in the first scene, Ugh. and then he fights with Busta Rhymes for 20 minutes at the end. And everybody nowadays seems to think that's the low point of everything. It, I think it's hilarious. But, you know, yeah, it's not a great movie by any means. It's, it's not a yeah, good movie. Th- it's a bad movie. But I think I it's very all, entertaining. That one, was my, that one was my least favorite, I will say. Yeah. But I'm still entertained. It's just so it's it's just so annoying with all the cameras, and it's just so mm-hmm. ugh, so dumb. So then but, they're like, yeah. okay, well that didn't go over so well. So then they stop again. Then a few years later, they're like, Rob Zombie's going to do it. So Rob Zombie does his Halloween, which is a different animal altogether. And yeah. uh, and then it's I don't even know. I guess it made money because they let him do Halloween too. Which I think is one of the most Rob Zombie movies of all Rob Zombie movies, which 
you may love or hate or yeah. not care about, but I can understand any of those reactions. And uh, I kind of enjoy them, but regardless, then no more Halloweens, right? Until yep. 2018, David Gordon Green does Halloween, which is a direct sequel to 1978's Halloween, erasing all previous sequels and reboots from the storyline for its purposes. And uh, now Lori is, uh, didn't have a son. She has a daughter that's grown and has a granddaughter and she's been preparing her whole life in this, uh, out in the woods at this cabin at her house and for his return. And he's been institutionalized for 40 years. So it's a completely different story. And then you got Halloween Kills, which just came out. And I was going to talk about that and what we've been watching. Uh, but uh, I'm going to anyway, talk about that it's and just what we've a, been watching too. It's a long journey yeah, uh, to where we are now. And it's it's a weird one. It is. Yeah, there's because three of movies called Halloween movies. in it. Right? <laughs> yeah, there's three Halloweens, two Halloween twos. Yeah. 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 And 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 an entry that has nothing to do with the other entries. Right. Although which I uh, do love Halloween 3 so much and I I do wish they would have done that. That would have been really cool. That would have. But, no, I was going to say they they have incorporated the masks from part 3 into yep. these new movies kind of incorporating yeah. them into the world, so homage. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're part of it. Part of it. Yeah. They are. Like those dancers with David S. Pumpkins. Remember David S. Pumpkins? Oh, yeah. Right. We still watch it every year. My, you know, Henry loves it. Uh, that was a Saturday Night Live sketch with Tom Hanks. Yeah. For those of you who are like, what the fuck are they talking about now? I remember that. Anyway, that's my number two. Halloween's. Jeez. Good one. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, my number one. They made eight movies. Oh, my God. All about a leprechaun. <laughs> it's true. That and, one made it, it to space. He did. He did. So leprechaun is, is totally weird that I don't know. I like horror movies. I don't know anybody that likes the Leprechaun movies, besides watching them as oddities, oh. like we do, kind of, you know, right? But I guess, I guess, there's enough people just to watch watch them as oddities that they just keep making them. Um, yeah. But so, so the first one comes out, and it's got Jennifer Aniston in it before she was famous or whatever. It probably cost like two dollars to make, and it made like a million dollars or something. So it was like, all right. Let's just leprechaun keep going too. with this. And we got Warwick Davis as a wise cracking leprechaun that kills people. And so they do two, just kind of more of the same. Three, I think, is just more of the same. Yeah. I don't even remember three, but. And they were like, that's so, what. I think three's the one where it goes to Las Vegas. But they were uh, like, already, like, this is running. It was running the same course as yeah. Chucky's. Like. Yeah, exactly. The same thing, and they're like, "Well, yeah, it was almost the same thing as Chucky." 
But they jumped right to space. But went right to space. <laughs> we're like, let's Chucky, just go to space. Chucky went to Bride of Chucky. Leprechaun said, we're just going to go to fucking space. Yeah. And then he's giant at one point in space. It's a <sighs> fantastic, fantastic move. <laughs> yeah. Um, then. Leprechaun then in the they, hood, right? Yeah. So they did <laughs> Leprechaun in the hood with iced tea. And then they did that was, and then that one was a hit, I guess. Well, I don't know what a hit means. Well, some like people a straight to it. video yeah. hit, I, and it was like, super wow, cheap. People, so they we made it back to the hood. Yeah, Lepre- so back Lep- to the leprechaun. Leprechaun. What is it? Just called leprechaun back to the hood, or is it like I think leprechaun? So. In the no, hood, too, back to the hood, or something. It's just a, so oh, it's, it's like a sequel. To the hood. Back to the hood. So it's like a sequel yeah. to a sequel. Exactly. It's and like then, a separate sequel inside yeah. that inside sequel. a sequel. And then they did a movie called Leprechaun Origins. Remember this one? Yep. Unrelated. Terrible. Well, yeah. It wasn't I mean, even a leprechaun. It was like a monster. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was like supposed to be like the original like mythic. But it was like, wait a minute, yeah. this is not because it was like marketed as part of the series. Yes. Like even this is the origins. Yeah. And then they made uh what was it called? Leprechaun shit. I can't shit, what, what was it called? It called? Yeah, that newer one, which was more the return legacy? to form. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh, fine. Legacy? Leper- oh. Sorry, folks, we're... Uh... Leprechaun... Returns. Returns. Oh, Leprechaun yeah, Returns. Leprechaun Returns in 2018, which was more had, the traditional yeah, which... Leprechaun movie, but it had a different Leprechaun, no more Warwick Davis. It wasn't Warwick Davis, but it did have a a leprechauny or a leprechaun guy or whatever. Yeah, you know. And Mark Holton returned. Uh, Mark Holton of uh, you know uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yes, yes, because uh, he was Teen Wolf fame. That's right, because he was in the Ridge. He's Francis in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Francis. Yeah, he was in the original Leprechaun. So, you know, that, that lends it some some credibility <laughs> yeah. in the Leprechaun so, franchise yeah. community. It's one it's of those good, weird franchises. It's, I, it's Yeah, I love it because it goes to space and it goes to the hood and it does a sequel within a sequel with the hood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, I did, I just had to give a props for just going all out, I guess. Yeah, and I Where still go, don't Leprechaun? know. I can't. I just cannot believe that there's still a market for any sort of Leprechaun movie. But I mean, I mean we watched that last one. I guess we watched it, but yeah, I, I mean, I watched them all. There's a, so there's still there's a market. Enough, if there was another one, would you watch it? Yes. Yep. But. I just, I guess I just don't think that there's that many of us, but apparently there is. Uh, you know, some people probably do really like it. 
People are weird. Okay. The number one weirdest franchise, as far as I'm concerned, is the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, yes. I, Be- I'm sure it is weird. I haven't, I haven't watched the, the franchise, so. It's, uh, you know, it starts with just so like, you know, car racing crime movie. I have seen the first one. So that's that. And then they continue in that vein. Then the third one, but the second one only has Paul Walker in it, right? Like, so it's just, he's the only returning character in the second one, really. And then in the uh, third one, it's a new guy in Tokyo. And then at the end of it, and you meet meet these new characters, and you meet uh, Han's character, and he dies. And you like him, and he dies. And then, uh, and then at the very end, um, uh, Dom, what's his fucking name? Why can't I think? Vin Diesel Vin shows Diesel? up. He shows up. So then you're like, oh, he's back. So then there's like fast ampersand furious. And, uh, <laughs> and that one brings like the original people back. And I can't remember if it's immediate, like if it's in that one or five. I think it's in that one that Han is there. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? He's dead. And then there's Fast Five, which is where they really find their voice, I think. And it's getting more ridiculous now. Like they're getting uh, sent on missions and shit. You know, or maybe not yet. They're still pulling big heists, but it's like it's getting mixed with like secret agent-y shit. Starting yeah. to. And then uh and then eventually I think it's in six is where we finally get caught up and you finally understand that everything that we've seen in four and five I may be getting this a little wrong, but as I just remember seeing these. And I've only went through them once. So, but four and five actually take place. Like, actually, yeah, I think Tokyo Drift takes place. So, part three takes place between five and six, maybe something like that. Anyway, it's that's weird. But also, you find out that uh, Han actually comes from a movie I had seen years ago by director Justin Lin, who took over the franchise with Tokyo Drift and brought the Han character along. And the Han comes from his debut movie, Better Luck Tomorrow. So that movie is actual, like, uh, Fast and Furious franchise. He, like, put his own movie, basically, in this chronology of this franchise. So that's another movie. And then it carries on all up to nine now. And the spinoff movie... Hobbs and Shaw with two characters, characters, number five or six. It's a weird series. And it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And I mean, spoiler alert. And it's all cartoony. I don't want to spoil it for you, Jeff. It took them nine movies plus better luck tomorrow. And, uh, and Hobbs and Shaw, but, 
in the new newest one. <clears throat> yeah. They go to space. Ah, oh, finally. Yeah. It's finally happened. So <laughs> things are pretty good over there. I think the weirdest franchise. Yeah. That anyway. I've heard I I need to I guess I should watch them sometime just because they're such a big part of I don't know, I guess. Our stupid American culture. Movie. Yes. Yeah. They're pretty fun though. I, I mean know. they're they're way more entertaining than Marvel movies. Well, that's not saying a lot. It's not. Uh-oh. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to do this again, do we? No, no, we're getting away from this. I wanted to just mention two. I have two honorable mentions because I thought of another one. Uh, um, I just want to say the Bond series is super weird. Uh, oh yeah, especially because you have the outlier, like you have Never Say Never Again, when you had like competing Bonds in the theaters when Sean Connery was no longer Bond, but he played Bond for another studio. Oh, right. And then so there was a Roger Moore and a Sean Connery one at the same time. Uh, oh, that's weird. And you just have all those different that's eras. Weird. It's it's kind of a weird one. And then uh, Missing in Action. It's weird because <laughs> the, the sequel, Missing in Action 2, <sighs> the beginning, yeah. is a prequel to Missing in Action, but I believe was shot first. Ready to go first, but they decided. Canon decided for whatever reason they wanted to put out the second film as the first one, and so they turned huh. that into a prequel. I always thought the prequel was way more entertaining than Missing in Action, but I oh, like both. Yeah. Of them. And then there's Absolutely. Braddock Missing in Action Three, which came a few years later, which is not nearly as good as the other two, but. Um, no. The most baffling thing about that series, though, is that uh, Chuck Norris is a movie star. It's fucking weird. Because that guy yeah. sucks. Anyway, Boy. that's all I got. Boy, does he. Boy, we've been doing this for a long time. We better move on. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's. We're done with that. Well, what you been watching? What did you see? What you been watching? Did you watch it for free? Well, what you been watching? Will you watch it with me? All right, I'm going to tell you what time. Hey, Tucker. Uh, What's up? Oh, hold on. I got a question for you. Oh, Um, what's that? Oh. Uh, What you been watching? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Jeff. Uh, here, let me let me play something for you real quick. Let me just let me just tell you about this. So, uh, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. He he's okay. Listen, I watched this movie, and in the movie, uh, Brian O'Neill is given this letter by Isabella Rossellini's character, and she says, "Don't read it here." Take it and read it later. And uh, he drives to the beach. He gets out and he goes down to the... And he opens the letter. My husband is having an affair with your wife. 
I don't think we should talk about it. Unless you're prepared to kill them. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> okay. That's great. So that's a movie what called. What movie is that? It's called Tough Guys Don't Dance, and uh, it's a canon release from like 1987. But I had never seen it. I had seen that clip before, oddly, but I, I had I hadn't seen the movie. And Canon tried to put out uh, quality movies every now and then. You know, they'd like be like, "Oh yeah, let's let let's give Cassavetti's money to make a movie." Or let's do Barfly or, let, you know, so every now and then there's something yeah. that you're like, oh, cool. Runaway Trains, really good movie. Um, so I thought this one's directed by Norman Mailer. It's uh, produced by Coppola. It has oh. a bunch of actors, in it, like real decent actors in it. And I was like, well, maybe this is one of those, you know, overlooked Diamonds in the Rough. Holy shit. It's real bad. Oh. But that moment. It, sound, it sounded like it. I mean, that's one of the craziest really performances. That guy's been good in stuff, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, he has. You watch that, you'd think he's never done anything before. <laughs> uh, anyway, I watched uh, that. And I watched... Um, I watched Breaking the Waves by uh, Lars von Trier from 1996 with Emily Watson and Stellan Skarsgård. And I had never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a really good movie. Ah, fuck yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. But yeah, that was Emily Watson's uh, feature film debut. And mm. it's just devastating in that torturous it way is. only Lars von Trier can deliver. Um, yeah. Soul crushing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Horror of man's inhumanity to man, basically. Um, anyway, I recommend that. It's on HBO Max right now if you're interested. And, uh-huh. um, and then I watched The Velvet Underground. Uh, Todd Haynes's new documentary about the Velvet Underground. Oh, and that cool. was awesome. I've always been a uh, Velvet Underground booster. Uh, so that was uh, cool to hear hear more about them. And it's pretty concentrated in – I mean, they don't really touch on the reunion or any of that stuff. It's, it's like pretty contained up to like 72 or whatever. And then just kind of tells you what happens to everybody. But um, Nice. Carl, so I went to the dollar store a while back and I saw this movie in the bin on Blu-ray for a dollar and it was called Larry Gay, Renegade Male Flight Attendant. (laughs) So I said, well, I'm going to buy that for Carl. And so I I gave it to Carl as, you know, like, hey – Here's your favorite movie, which is a game we play all the time, you know? I was like, hey, here's your favorite movie. And uh, he was like, ha-ha, well, you know what this means. 
So here we are months later, and it's Carl's turn to pick our movie uh, for our movie night, and he brings over Larry Gay, renegade male flight attendant. And while it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, it was still yeah. Larry Gay, renegade male flight attendant. Also, ridiculously loaded with names you would recognize. There was one point where Carl says to me, he says, that guy's like a poor man's Jason Alexander, to which I replied, that is Jason Alexander. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And finally, since we'll segue into what you've been watching, I watched Halloween Kills. Yes. That is the only thing that I had watched, so we can just talk about it. All right, cool. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was super fun. I like that it turns into like a universal monster movie um, with the mob justice, which I thought was also apropos for this time and place, which is what horror is so great at. Um, mm-hmm. I liked that Anthony Michael Hall was in it and they liked my post. Yeah. I like that too. Um, what'd you think um, about the I, opening, I also, the 1978 recreation footage? What did you think of that stuff? I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it yeah, looked it really was, cool. It was, yeah. It was a little weird it with the different. Donald Pleasance part, but. Right. But it wasn't as egregious as like the Peter Cushing performance in Rogue One or anything, but it was still weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Still like, "Eh, it's a little, um, yeah, it was, it was, it had a, it had a different feel than I expected, which I appreciated. Yeah. You know, that it was, it was kind of different and I was like, oh, and especially even towards the end um, it was kind of almost surreal in a weird way. Like the end part where Lori is in the hospital talking with what's the guy's name that was in the hospital with Hawkins her. says no yeah. something like that. Yeah, like, Hawkins. Yeah, I think it is Sheriff Hawkins or deputy. Who is he? Yeah, is and it? and that's going on while the the mob is getting sliced and diced and mm-hmm. what eventually, you know, when her daughter a spoiler is spoiler for new movie, everybody yeah. we're talking about oh, this yeah. movie now. We really? Um, I guess we're just going to say maybe I shit. shouldn't say anything. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say any more about that. Anyway, that whole sequence was very surreal and with mm-hmm. the score and with the way it was shot and everything. And yeah, I, the way it was all cut. I talked to a very uh, strange. I talked to uh, Brett Battostain from Chibibigaming yeah. Kickass podcast, and uh, he had seen it. And I said, "Oh, did you like it?" And he's like, "Not really." And he didn't really like it, but he commented uh, on that scene in particular and said he thought that was uh, cool. How it? He said it felt very Italian. I thought that was a good observation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it it was it was very. I appreciated it. I mm-hmm. liked it. Like I, you know, I 
we don't need to see the same things over and over. So it was, yeah. it was kind of cool. I thought. Here's what I think about. And you yeah, know, it, I've heard, seen a lot of it, like people being kind of bleh about it. And I'm like, it's a, my expectations for a slasher movie uh, are not tremendously high as far as like, I'm going to enjoy this, right. you know, like I enjoy yeah. like kind of the shitty or, shitty ones even sometimes more than the good ones but when it's competently made and like interestingly made like i think he's he he even interestingly shot you know like yeah when they come with a little something more on their mind it elevates it for me to i'm like Absolutely. yeah this is good like why would you want why why would you bitch about getting this when, uh, you know, most of the time you get a slash and it's just whatever. Regurgitate. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, or, okay, you know, same old thing just, over and over. But I or don't if know. he just redid his first movie, you know. Yeah. Which I loved, but mm-hmm. I don't want to see that one again either. So it was like it was cool that this went in a, in a pretty – yeah different way and yeah and with like the the mob thing was great and that it's just and, completely there was, in uh, particular there were some scenes go ahead oh i was just saying that it's completely um a a mid mid movie like a mid trilogy movie like it doesn't even yeah it, it's not a standalone movie at all <laughs> you know it's yeah. like this is one of those where it's like, well, if you uh, if you don't want to come back and see the next one, then you might want to forget about it. It is it is interesting how they, you know, like you said, they kind of set him up like a monster, mm-hmm. you know, like um, which he's always been kind of like that, you know, unkillable and stuff. But this is very. Overt. Like, yeah. Like, they, I mean, he's getting to the kind of almost Jason realm of indestructibility. You just can't kill him. Indestructibility. Yeah. Um, and the part, so they, they do demask him at one point. You don't, you don't get yeah. a real good look, but he is balding. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you see, see him. You see him <laughs> Which quite a is bit, good. and it's kind of it's kind of cool. You see him quite a bit from behind, like in the first one too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because he just seems like a old dude, which he, which that's what he is. Yeah, he'd be super old. Like, yeah, I mean, when does that? I can't even figure out that time. Yeah, because he'd be. He'd be because how old is Lori in it? I mean, she's pretty old. Yeah, I mean, she'd be. What is it? I mean, in her sixties. At le- yeah, at least if yeah, she was Judy in nineteen seventy-eight. She was eighteen. She's, 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 yeah, she's got a which is forty-three years ago. 
So 43 yeah, plus 18. Yeah, so, that's like 60-something. Yeah. See, I'm good at math. Yeah, you are. <laughs> good job. Thanks, man. Yeah, so he'd be, he'd be older than that. <laughs> he'd be older than that. <laughs> See, I'm good at math, too. Because <laughs> he'd be older than that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he'd be pushing seventy, right? Yeah, at least. And I mean, he's in, in that great first Halloween shape. movie. He's got a. He sure is. Well, that's what makes him a. Yeah, he's, he's a monster. I don't know how he keeps in such but good man, shape because uh, when he before he escaped from the mental hospital bus, he was just chained up in that square. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Man, there's there's this one scene that sticks with me quite a bit. Um, When he... It's towards the beginning, and he's killing... uh, He kills the couple, the older couple. And one's... The lady is black, and the the older guy... Lenny... What's his name? Lenny Clark? He's a comedian... Yeah. Yeah. And there's the there's that scene where she she's been she's already been stabbed and she's bleeding. And oh, she's yeah. just sitting there in the Watching. kitchen. And you see out of focus like what he's doing to the other guy. And man, it's just and he just it's just on her face. Yeah. Just, it's, it's pretty awful. It's very effective. There's yeah. some there's some very effective scenes like that that are like almost too too good, you know. Like this right. is too effective. I don't want to watch this, <laughs> which doesn't which I don't feel very often because most of our movies aren't that good, you know. And yeah. I'm just like, oh ha ha ha, goofy goofy. But when somebody good is doing it, and you're like, oh geez, mm-hmm. you know, like it yeah. really kind of it's pretty you back sometimes, where it's like, oh. Like, yeah. Takes me back to that time when I was bleeding out, watching a guy stab my loved one over and over again on the kitchen <laughs> island. God. Oh, Those yeah. were the days. All right. Well, you know what we should do? Streaming. Streaming on Peacock, Halloween Kills. That's right. Or in your local theater, if that's what you want to do with yourself. Yes. Uh, I think we should put it in the old... uh, Play chart. Okay. Going to do it. I'm going to add Scream 4 to the old flick chart. Okay. There we go. All right, flick chart. It's a uh, scream four versus cat's eye. God, we need a new middle movie. Yeah, uh, I see scream I'll, four. I'll scream four. Yep. Yeah, give it a scream four. Scream four okay. versus Alien Covenant. That's fucking interesting, man. That's fucking interesting. (laughs) 
Um, well, you know me and Aileen. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, you want to suck her dicks. Them, yeah, I do. Tend to give them more credit maybe than they deserve even. Because I do like them aliens, and I like. I like them too. I like. I think Alien Covenant is a pretty is a pretty solid film. It's not bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I don't know which one I would go with. Actually, I'm leaning more towards Scream, but that might just be because I've just been watching them and I liked it. Yeah, too long. Yeah, let's just do that. We can always reorder later. Ah, the great reordering. Scream 4 versus yeah. Get Out. Get Out. Ob- Get Out. Obviously. Yeah, I know. Obvi. It's telling me, like, I'm using the uh, keyboard shortcut. Like, I go to use the keyboard shortcut, and it brings up a whole thing telling me about the keyboard shortcut. Like, yeah, I fucking know. I'm trying to use it, asshole. Okay, Scream 4 versus Let the Right One In. Let the Right One In. Let the right one in. That's a great, great vampire movie. That is a great, one of my favorites. Scream 4 versus David O. Russell's I Heart Huckabees. I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. That's really funny. I'm going to go with that. It's it's so weird, too. What about this? Scream 4 versus Karate Kid Part 3. Karate Kid Part 3. You kind of got to. Well, yeah. Macaroni and cheese, dude. Oh, man. Look at this. Scream 4 versus Death Wish 3. Death Wish 3. Wow. Yep. And Scream 4 versus Dead Alive? Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Yeah? Yeah. Scream 4 versus The Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Scream 4 yes. is number 119 on our flick chart. You know what it's right behind? What? Scream. <laughs> wow. The original Scream. Well, you said it was your second favorite, so that's it, that's great. It worked out. Yeah, it did. It worked out just perfectly. It would have been weird if it stuck in a head somehow. Oh, man. All right. Oh, well, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? We could put Halloween Kills in there. Yeah, let's do that. I just closed it, but I'm going to just bring it back up here. I need a new uh, window. I don't know what I was thinking. What the hell was I thinking? I wasn't thinking at all. That's the problem. Did we we on our own... Because I know last Halloween we did our Halloween fest. Oh yeah, where we both watched the ha- all the Halloween movies and talked about it amongst ourselves. But we never put those in flick chart, did we? Because I know sometimes we do that. I don't think we, we did. Hang out and be like, I let's put this in flick chart. Did that? We did that like once. That's my impersonation of us. That is exactly what let's we're like. This it's absolutely true. Yeah, we could try them. Let's see. Halloween Kills versus Scream 2. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills versus Scream 4. Halloween Kills. HK. HK. (laughs) HK. 
HK versus GO. That's get out. Oh, get out? Yeah. GO. GO. HK versus L L the R O I. Let the right one in. Uh, I'm going to go let the right one in. Yeah, I think uh, I'm with you there. Halloween Kills versus I Heart Huckabees. Uh, I could go. I could go. Halloween Kills on that one. All right, let's do it. But okay. Halloween Kills versus Ghostbusters: The Ridge. <laughs> That's a weird one. That is a weird one. Um, uh, you know, I honestly kind of prefer Halloween Kills. I'd, but I've always you're been... You're not a big Ghostbusters fan. No, I like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I like it, but, you know, yeah, I have it's, issues. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a classic like it is to a lot of people. Yeah, for some reason it, for it didn't... Yeah, it didn't quite it latch didn't. on to me like it did for a lot of people my age. Yeah. But I liked it. But, I, you know. I mean, if it was just me, I would say Ghostbusters. But... Just because Halloween Kill is so new, right? But it's it's in our. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's a great horror movie. So it's, it's our flick chart. <laughs> yeah, so. so we can do that. All right, boom! Halloween Kills wins. Tom's gonna be so mad. Halloween Kills versus Crimes and Misdemeanors. Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh. Crimes and Misdemeanors. Yeah. A better movie. I would it's, say. Yeah. Halloween Kills versus Rocky Balboa. Oh, I would go Rocky Balboa. Fuck yeah. I like Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Ah, oh, Halloween That's Kills good. versus Mud. Remember Mud? Yeah, Mud's That's a good movie. It is. Uh, well, Mud, I guess. Yeah. All right, Halloween Kills is number 96 on our flick chart. Right in front of Ghostbusters and right behind Return of the Living Dead, which it didn't even give us a chance to rank it against. That's fair, though. I think I think I probably would have, would have gone Return. Yeah. Halloween Kills is in there to That's- see if it can maintain its spot from here on out. And, uh... Hey, let's go. Let's hear what mom had to say about... Whoa, hold on. That's the wrong thing. Let's hear what mom had to say about Scream 4. Mom likes... Hi, Jeff. This is Mom. I watched Scream 4, Scream 4, and um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was probably the best of all of them. But let me just ask a question. Why would you get out of your parked car locked? 
when there's someone outside your car trying to kill you? And why do you spend all your time walking outside and going to your car to get your phone and all that baloney when you know there's a killer out there? Jeez, what a bunch of dummies. And those cops, holy crap. Dumb, 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 dumb. Makes you have a lot of faith in in the police department and Dewey. You know, he's such a dork and you think, oh my God, there's no way that he's going to save anybody. But then he always does. It's amazing. Anyway, I like the movie and I guess the... I knew the woman that from Dancing with, with Wolves was going to get killed. I just knew she would. And I was really kind of waiting for Miley Cyrus to get it because she was annoying as heck, I thought. And so at the end, I couldn't believe that it was um, Jill and what's his name? And um, man... What a brutal uh, staged crime scene she she made. Anyway, it was pretty good and pretty great, and it was kind of, you know, it was scary and bloody and all that good stuff, and I really liked it. Um, I've come to the conclusion that I keep thinking about Cotton, and, you know, he's such a great actor, and there's another guy that's a great actor, but they both have weird names, and what they should have done was make their names easier, and I'll bet you they'd be better known, because, you know, when you try to think of their names, then you just think, uh, oh, it's too hard to try to figure it out, and then, so you just put them aside in your mind, and then you see them in a movie, and you know, oh, I like that guy, and, you know, instead of naming yourself or going by Lieber Schroeder, you should go by John Jones or something like that. There's another guy that he was in about Schmidt and he was uh, Jack Nicholson's son-in-law to be. I love that guy, but I can never remember his name. I always call him like Desmond Tutu because... I know it starts with a D, but I can't even remember his name ever. And they should just name themselves, give themselves a stage name that's easy for people to remember so that they would become even more famous. I think their names ruin them. But anyway, I guess that's enough about the movie stars that I like that I don't remember their names. But... um Anyway, I really like the movie. I give it thumbs up. And I hope you guys are having fun. Love ya. Bye. Oh, one more thing I forgot to tell you. The uh, bullet to the penis. Oh my God, that was brutal. But I can understand it. Not that I would ever do it. I can understand it. Anyway, love you both. Oh, thanks, Mom. Oh, <clears throat> that might have been my favorite. Yeah, message. Yeah, yet. she may have saved. That was a good one. She may have thanks, saved Mom. the show.
saved this episode of us Man. rambling for two plus hours. Jesus Christ. Sheesh. What are we doing? Sorry, everybody. Know. All right. That does it for us this week. Uh, listen to. That does it. That does it. We are done. Um, listen to Shoe Bubble Going Kick Ass. If you like mm-hmm. podcasts about things, listen to Hers and Hers and His, a Three's Company podcast, and listen to Bert's Nachos, a Bert Nachos tribute podcast. And also, thank you to Eli Osman, and make sure you watch the film The Reenactment if you can, uh, as it becomes available sometime in the near future, hopefully. And thanks to Thomas Paul. Uh, they are our resident composers and uh and uh yeah we don't have uh anything planned for our next our next oh, venture yeah but this might be it for a, a spell we'll see we'll see how it goes who knows or maybe we'll come right back with something yeah. i don't know who knows who knows what we're going to do give us give us some input what do you guys want? Yeah, Tom. Is anybody listening to this? Tell us, Tom. No one's listening to this by now. And I feel bad about it because that <laughs> means they all missed Mom's Call. Uh, and Mom's Call. Boy, you should just put that in the notes. Like, say, hey, if you get bored, just go to the end and listen to Mom's Call. Yeah, it's one of the best. It's worth it. Yeah, that was one of her finest. Yeah. Finest. Yeah, I agree. Reviews. Uh, Lieber Schroeder. And Desmond Tutu, <laughs> two of her favorite actors. I would never do it, but I understand it. Uh, genius. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, All right. You know what else is good? Burt Reynolds' laugh. <laughs> if we made it. I'll be there by now. Movies and such and things. With Gramson Tucker.